Hello and welcome. It's the chats. I am Manny. Now listen, if I said Palekon Animashaun, you'd be wondering who. But if I say Baba Ani, you will know who my guest on the program is this week. Palekon Animashaun, popularly known as Babani, is a veteran Nigerian musician, baritone sax player, vocalist and former leader of Fela Kuti's legendary Egypt 80 band. Babani was born on August 18, 1936 in his local government area of Lagos State. He attended All Saints Primary School Oshogbo, Bethel Secondary School Lagos and National High School Ebutemeta. In 1959, Babani was taught music by Chris Ajilo, one of Nigeria's veterans whose music ruled the airwaves between the 50s and the 80s. He played in Chris Ajilo's band at the Federal Palace Hotel in Lagos, performed for the NBC Dance Orchestra, and was a member of the Independence National Band of 1960. Taking up a formal job in 1961, Babani became a sanitation officer in Lagos State and also worked at the Lagos Town Council. In between his job as a sanitation officer and a performer, fate connected him with Fela Nikolakbo Kuti, who recruited him into the Egypt 80 band in 1964, and he later became the band's leader in 1979. Babani was one of the frontline members and leader of the Movement of the People, MOP, a political party founded by Fela during the Second Republic to reject the corrupt and dictatorial rulers across the African continent. Baba is not just an instrumentalist, he writes and has an album to his credit. His first album, No Profile, Not For The Blind, was released in 1995. He retired from the Egypt 80 band in December 2016 and now operates his own. Baba is married with children. In fact, I'm just realizing that I should have even added Tajuddin. You have been loyal to Fela Kuti, the late Fela Kuti, for over 50 years. That's how, true. How old are you now? I'm 83 plus. Well, you, 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 you resigned or you, you retired from the um, uh, Egypt 80 band. What, was it last year? No, 2016. 2016. December 2016. When your body could not take it anymore, or what? Well, I just, uh, you know, there is this English saying that leave the stage when the ovation is loudest. Wow. So I wanted to give the younger elements in the band some chance. And how does it feel 50 years after? Well, I'm cool. I'm okay. I'm waxing strong. I'm alive, I have the strength, I will continue. But I know that you have just one album to your credit, is it? Uh, that is true. Shiriri. Shiriri. And the, the flip side the is... The one, uh, low profile. Low profile. You know, taking it from the start now, mm. where did you grow up? On the Lagos Island. Are you a Lagosian? I am. True my and father, true. my mother, they were all Lagosians. Now, I mean... I heard the story of your 
brother, your senior brother, who gave you the saxophone and, and the trumpet. And the trumpets. When you indicated your interest to be a musician. Yeah. How did you feel when you had those things? I was very, very happy. Very happy. But had you played those instruments before? You got them from your brother? No, no, no. no. So why, why the interest in them, you know, the, the saxophone? Well, uh, in those days, we used to go to cinema houses. Unlike now that we have televisions yeah. everywhere. So whenever I went to the cinema house, and the film, I mean, the film is about uh, music, and things like that. I used to see musicians on the screen playing different instruments. And uh, actually, my brother too, my senior brother, he was a saxophonist. So that made me to decide. Had you, have you also seen Fela at that time? No, no, I, I never knew him until 1965. So where, where did you meet him for the first time? Well, I met him for the first time at the NBC studios. Yeah, at A lot Kui. of people won't know what you're talking about. NBC, NBC Nigerian Broadcasting Corporation. FRCN, Federal Radio Corporation of Nigeria, today. Today? Yes. Ah, okay. okay. But then NBC, yes. Nigerian Broadcasting yes. Corporation. Yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong. Go so on. I was a member of the defunct NBC Dance Orchestra, being directed by late Pa Fela Shuande. Okay, I know that name. And uh, Fela Anikula Kuti was then a producer of jazz program on NBC yes. radios and things like that. Benzini Donije was also there because he was a friend to Fela. They worked together as producers at the NBC studios. So I got there. He already had my part written on a piece of paper. He gave it to me, I set up my equipment, and I went through it with my hand. And then he tapped, then he said, I'll take it. That was how we started together in uh, January 1965. Wow. Looking back <laughs> from January 1965, you know, that must be how many years now? I, I worked with him for 32 years. Well, you know. He, and well, I worked with his uh, young, youngest son, Shim, another 19 years, making 51 in all. What happened? Why didn't you work with Femi? You just mentioned uh, him and uh, Shim. Well, you, know, <laughs> you didn't work with Femi. Uh, I don't want to go into Femi. No, no, you're not going into I'm just asking the <laughs> question. Did you not work with Femi? Why? Well, because Shane was very young, yeah. and uh, he was starring occasionally before the death of his father. Sometimes Fela would come to the club, and uh, before climbing the stage, he would ask me, Baba, has Shane performed? If I say no, he would say, let him sing a song. So... He was encouraging Shane. He was very, yeah. very, okay. very encouraging. Uh, and then my study of Femi showed me that uh, we cannot work together. 
I heard it banned you from coming to the shrine. Is that true? Yes, it did. How did you feel about that? Nothing. Did you have any dispute with Fela in, his, in those 50 years? Did you have reasons to disagree with him? Oh, yes. There was a time he had some money. And that was the first time he got some big money, as at that time. And then he bought a car for his friend, J.K. Brahima. He bought a car for his uh, girlfriend, the mother of uh, one of his children, Kunle. And he bought a car for uh, Femi's mother. And they didn't buy for you? For, not for me alone, for some members of the band who are hardworking. But most especially you. You want, you know, is that uh, why well, you, you had a quarrel? That dispute was not a singular dispute between myself and <laughs> It was Fela. like... It was... Uh, uh, um, what do I call it? A dispute between Fela and the whole band. Did that lead to the breakup of a band at the time? Oh, yes. Yes. So it was because he had money and he bought cars for his wife and girlfriends and you guys and, decided and, uh, to pack, pack up with him? Yes. How did you resolve it? Well, his mother came down from Abeokuta. Here was a woman as old as my mother. Okay, let me go and see her. So I went and the mama talked to us. And that was the end of the dispute. Okay, but did uh -huh. you feel well paid as a member of the uh -huh. band? We were not fe feeling well paid. Okay, and you, were, you, you, you became at some points the leader of the band, the band leader of Fela. Yeah. Uh, he appointed you or, you know, the band uh, chose you or what? <laughs> what happened was that uh, Tony Allen, you know, Fela, he released an album for Tony Williams, the trumpeter at a point. He released an album for uh, Tony Allen. When I, when I say released for, these songs were written, composed, arranged by those people I have have been mentioned. Really? Okay. Tony Allen wanted to release another album. And Fela was not ready to back him up. So Tony Allen privately got some musicians and went into the studio for recording the second album. In fact, he invited me too. During the recording session, he first said a guy that was living with him to come and see us in the studio. Then he later came and that led to the disbanding of the group. So when he called the band members together to announce that he's disbanding, he was disbanding the band, that uh, whoever wanted to join the band, whoever had the interest, should apply and write it. Then he called me with his arm round my shoulder and say, Babani, from today, you are the leader of the band. While you were, you know, being loyal with Fela for over 50 years, you had a second job you were doing. Oh, yes. How did you cope? <laughs> well, 
I, you that know. That was actually your first job. Yes. Okay. I joined the service in 1961. I joined Fela in 65. Yes, so that was your first job. What was this job? A, an environmental health officer. They call us in Yoruba, Wule Wule. Really? Mm-hmm. So, well, you know, government job is in the daytime. Bans job always in the night. So that was how I could cope. I go to my office, I went to my office in the daytime. After closing, had some rest. And in the night, if it was a day of show, I would go to my show. Uh, not only that, as somebody still in service, it was responsible for me flying to Ghana every evening after closing from office of Friday. Every Friday evening, I would be flown to Accra to perform Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday jump. And Monday morning, early in the morning, he will pay my flight again back to Lagos so that I didn't lose my job. Hmm. Now, the question is, uh, couldn't he get somebody else to replace me? But he didn't do that. He was, you know, spending his money to keep me on his job and to make sure I didn't lose my uh, official job. So how would you describe him for, for, for such behavior? Uh, <laughs> I would say he, he, he was a merciful man. Merciful man. Now, Not many people can do that. If you want to go, go. I'll take another person. There's one thing I know also about Fela. Then the third thing. When we started this band, we were playing, socializing, singing, socializing songs. Social media. Ayawani, Eshelofe, Ojotoshu, and things like that. But when we went to the first American tour in 1969, by the time we came back, it became a revolutionary. And there, were, there was a long, I mean, a lot of changes in his song. He became revolutionary, singing songs to open the eyes, the minds of the people to things happening around us, so that we can think and act for our betterment. Pick a question and read the question. Yep. What is the one thing that you miss in your life today? Well, I would say I miss my mother. Why? Why? Because... Not your father, your mother. Yes. The point is that my father died even before I entered the primary school. So you didn't know him a lot? Yeah, yeah. I can, I, I, I can remember the face, but uh, I was too young to know him well. So the duty of raising me up became that of my uh, auntie junior sister of my father and my mother. Okay. Then I already bought the land on which this house is standing. And uh, my mother's prayer always would be, ah, adio, wa kolilu jue bimi, 
that I will build a house in a lifetime. But she died before I completed the house. Apart from your elder brother, you know, the late one, do you have any other siblings who's alive? Well, I, I have uh, two sisters. You know, before them, I, there were two brothers. We were of the same father, but both of them are late now. No, three. Razak, Bilamin, Kola. The three of them are late. But presently, I have uh, my half-sister, Elijah Rafiat Williams, and I have uh, Elijah Taibat Ogunwolu. She's based in London. She's in London presently and, uh, how with many, some of her children. And uh, how many wives do you have? Well, I was having three, but I divorced one. So now I have two wives. You mean you divorced one or she divorced you? I divorced her for certain obvious reasons okay. that I couldn't stand. Really? Mm -hmm. So you have two now? Yeah. Which one do you prefer? Prefer? I prefer both of them. Oh, okay. You like both of them? I like both of them. I love them. And you love them both equally? Oh, yes. Okay. I try my best. Some people mm. will call Fela a prophet, you know? Yeah. And, um, Although I wouldn't, I, because I think that uh, what he was singing in those days, okay, just have not changed. You know, they still continue. We have people, you know, talking about traffic, you know, army arrangements, go, you know, all sorts of things that he sang about those days are things that are still happening. You know, so I don't think he is that much of a prophet. Okay, my brother. Can you tell me some things that all the prophets from Abraham, from Moses, Jesus Christ, Muhammad were saying or were preaching against in their time that has still not happened to him? I couldn't tell you. Ah, because but I, I all these that, prophets, I, I know that they the prophesize, they talk about prostitution, they talk about uh, unholy habits and things like that. And we still have those things happening today. But that, that, that one doesn't prevent us from calling them prophets. Was that why you, you call Fela a prophet? Yeah, because what, whatever he sang about was happening and are still happening. Just like the other people we took as prophets. They said certain things that were happening at their time. And those things are still happening today. So the same thing applies. Did you have any point in time to advise Fela about his lifestyle, especially with women? Oh before yes. Before he, you know, you yes. did? Yes. What happened? He didn't listen to you or what? Um, <clears throat> There was a time the NDLE, or what did they call them? Drug the law, narcotics, drug law, drug law enforcement agents. Yes. They raided the shrine at Purple Street at that time. And uh, they, they were carted away. The women, Fela, and some of the boys staying with him. But after 
I think after a week or so, they were released. And there was one evening after their release that I went to the house and I saw the women still selling their wares in the compound. So I went up to him. I was one of the few people that he would allow into his bedroom. So I went there. He was lying in bed. And I told him, I said, ah, fella, what's happening? He said, about what? I said, these people, they, I met them downstairs. They were still selling them. He was very, very annoyed. He got up from bed. Said, Baba Ani, what are you saying? You want me to be afraid of the government? Then he started yabbing me. Look at him. This and that. He yabbed and yabbed me. I didn't say a word after that. Because he was your boss. And I saw that and you my comment or my, you know, was not going down well with him. So I just kept quiet. You think Fela would have been playing Afrobeats music, you know, up till this moment, if he were alive, and still using, you know, the same sort of lyrics against uh, governments and uh, preaching against, you know, what is it called? Uh, social. Actually, I think so. Because he was too committed to go back. Too committed. He was a man that will not take contract from government. He will not uh, take oil blocks. You see, he was prepared to die for what he was doing. And you were prepared to stay to with Fela? Oh yes, if he had because been there was never a prophet without disciples. I consider myself one of his disciples. So you would have continued, you know, he, probably you would never have retired in music if Fela was alive. Oh yes, it would have been a different story. It would not be like uh, me walking under uh, my last born. So five items that you take along with you to the mountaintop for 10 days. For 10 days, I will take my musical instrument. One. I would like to take my junior wife. You're not allowed to take any human being there. Ah, okay. <laughs> Are you that active? <laughs> okay. Uh, I've picked my musical instrument. Which instrument would that be? Saxophone. Okay, the saxophone. A saxophone. Yeah. I will take a piano. Oh, I can't take two. Well, it's up to you. I, I will take a piano. And I would like to take my music books. Okay. Uh, I would like to have food. Okay. Good clothes. Okay. To close myself. Where would you be going to? Ah. I thought you would have preferred to go around. I, I, could, I could go around in good dress up on top of the mountain. Okay. <laughs> Can you tell me one thing that makes you really happy in life? 
<laughs> music. Music? Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Pa Likon Animation. Baba Ani. My brother. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. And I've had fun. It's been Pa Likon Animation, a.k.a. Baba Ani, of uh, the famous um, Afrobeat band by the legendary fella Anikola Pokuti. I am Manny. See you next time. The Chat is produced by Channels Television. You can watch it again online. Just visit our social media platforms, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Thank you.